What's up, everyone? Welcome or welcome back to the Skellington Grand Podcast. For those of you who are new here, my name is Alice. I am your favorite magical manifesting podcaster. This is your favorite spiritual podcast. And today we are talking about growth and healing. I'm sitting here this morning with my partner having coffee. And we're talking about the difference between potential, possibility, and the difference between working on yourself and how a lot of us will tend to emphasize growing and healing and working instead of the actual growth that we are doing. And we're not, we're so tunnel vision and so nose blind to seeing what we've actually done and possibly seeing that progress because we're so focused on I'm on a healing journey I'm on a growth journey I'm on a working journey to work on myself I need to do shadow work I need to do all of this mental health healing I need to do all of this xyz And we're so focused on that work that we need to do on ourselves that we forget that we are constantly evolving every single day. Every day that we wake up, we have a day full of possibilities and new choices. So it's very interesting to me. And, and I, working as a person in the healing professions, um, as a tarot reader, and even as, even as a podcaster doing this podcast, I would say that this is still part of the healing professions that I do. And I have mentioned on this podcast before that I am back in school for psychology. So once I, once I get my degree and my license, I will be in another healing profession uh, as a therapist. So when working in the healing professions, when working in the healing arts, pretty much, there is that emphasis on healing. There is that emphasis on working. There is that emphasis on helping others to do the work that they need to do on themselves and finding solutions to their situations. I'm not going to say problems because everybody's got them. Look, I'm not free of them, but I don't like to call them problems because not all problems are lifelong. Some of them are simply circumstantial. So when we're, when we're not focused on the growth that we do see in ourselves, we will constantly be in this state of growing. We will constantly be in this state of healing, state of working. And I want to, I want to take the lens back a little bit. And I want y'all, I want y'all to, to go on this journey with me for, for a minute. We're peeling the lens back. And I'm going to kind of make an analogy that I've made before with desire and want. We've talked so much about desire on this podcast. We've talked so much about manifesting desires. We've talked to so much about manifesting and, and how if you say that you want something, you want it, you want it, you want it, and you continue to say that you want it, then your universe, because you have control of your own universe, you have control of your own circumstances and what happens to you. And everything and everyone reflects that back to you, right? So the treatment that you get from other people, they reflect that back to you. And, and for those of you who are saying, okay, well, what about toxic people? We'll get to that in another episode. I've already done a couple of episodes, but we'll do another one. 
So think about working, growing, and healing. You're using those words. I'm working, I'm growing, I'm healing. And if that works for you, absolutely use those words. Not telling you not to. But for those of you who want to see more of that progress and who want to kind of live in the end of the wish fulfilled, um, let's, let's, let's peel that lens back and equate it to desire and want. Okay. So when you desire something, it is because the universe wants you to have it full stop. But when you are saying, Oh, I want this desire. I want this thing to work out. I'm manifesting this. The universe is going to say, yeah, you are. The universe is going to say, yeah, you do. I want it. Yeah, you do. I'm manifesting it. Yeah, you are. Right? The universe is going to answer yes to anything that you tell it. Any subconscious thought, anything that you push out, any energy that you push out, the universe is going to say, yeah, that's, that's, that's happening or it's going to happen. And you can continue to manifest. You can continue to affirm for what it is that you want, right? We've already talked about that. Continue to affirm. Like, even when you get it, don't stop. I, um, kind of, kind of putting this into perspective. I was on a journey. I was on a twin flame journey for the longest time in my life. I gave up on the twin flame journey, not because it's toxic. We'll talk about that again in another episode because people are still coming to me being, but aren't twin flames toxic? Aren't this toxic? Isn't a soulmate toxic? No, stop that. Stop it right now. (laughs) So, but I gave up on the twin flame journey because I was putting my twin flame on a pedestal. My twin flame is still in my life. They're one of my best friends. Um, But I recognize that my twin flame and I, while we share a lot of history, while we share a lot of chemistry, we're not simpatico, we're not compatible on the levels that we really need to be in order for an actual relationship to work. Even, Even a... Not to say that we don't have a healthy friendship, because we do, we're working on that, but even a healthier friendship where it would be the kind of person that I would invite over on a random Sunday to sit sit on my rockers on the, because I do have rocking chairs, and we live in the South, so I'm I'm a girl who sometimes likes to sit on my rocker on my patio, (laughs) Um, or my porch, Uh, you know, so, so somebody that I would invite over to do that. We're not at that level yet. (laughs) But sometimes twin flames don't come into union because of the obsession that is created over the desire to have your twin flame. And we've talked about obsession. And the reason I'm talking about this again is because we can even become so obsessed with growing and healing and working on ourselves. We become so obsessed with, I need to do work. And whatever we are putting the energy into, whatever we are focusing on, whatever we are paying attention to is what is going to manifest. So if you are saying, I have a lot of work to do on myself, you're going to continue attracting more work to do on yourself. You're going to continue to attracting more shadow work that you need to do. You're going to continue to attract more trauma work that you need to do. You're going to continue to attract more growth that you need to have in your life. You're never going to stop growing. I want to say that. 
even when you feel like you are at a state of peace and bliss, like I am with my partner, and we affirm that to each other fucking constantly, like, some people would be like, y'all are so fucking sickening, yeah, we are, bitch, you better look like going to the dentist and getting your cavities removed because we're sickeningly sweet, we will give you diabetes, I don't fucking care, (laughs) that's the kind of people we are, I don't fucking care, I mean, like, we're happy in this relationship, fuck off, um, but... (laughs) No, I'm not trying to be petty, but we don't do petty here. I've already told you, but my point is, is that when you are focused on simply attracting that growth and simply working on that growth, you're going to keep attracting more things when you affirm I'm working on myself, when you affirm I'm growing, when you affirm I'm healing, you're going to continue attracting more ways to heal yourself. Instead of seeing yourself as, hey, I've gotten to a point that my younger self would be happy that I've gotten to. I've gotten to a point that I can maybe press pause on this journey. Press pause on this this movie, all right? Think of your life as a movie that you're watching at home on your DVD player or on your streaming service and you have the opportunity to fucking press pause and just sit for a minute and say, hey, a year ago, I wasn't in this position that I am now. A year ago, I might not have even been thinking about going to therapy for, for trauma. For those of you who, who like to go to therapy and for those of you who understand how therapy can be healing for you. Because, look, I, I, might be a, I might be going for a psychology degree, but I would never push therapy on anybody. However, therapy is a wonderful tool for trauma healing or even just for being able to bounce your ideas off of someone professional and get an unbiased opinion on anything that's going on in your life, even if it's not super duper trauma-inducing, but it could just be stressful. I know people who go to therapy simply because they have a lot of work stress and they want to be able to talk to somebody about that work stress that isn't just their friends. And I know people, especially in the healing professions, who go to therapy because they are in the healing professions and they need that other person in a healing profession to help them moderate and to help them bounce ideas off of and to help them regulate themselves. And that is totally okay totally okay we are we advocate for good mental health up in this bitch so and yes I do talk like this on a regular basis I'm going to be full frontal with you guys now but when you are looking at the ways in which you need to heal you're going to find more ways in which you need to heal instead of giving yourself the credit and pausing oops I just like I just randomly like scratch my partner um by moving my hand but um so my point is is that when you are giving yourself the opportunity to maybe press pause and just sit there for a minute and say hey a year ago I wouldn't be where I am right now a year ago I wanted to be where I am right now and I'm happy that I got to where I am Six years ago, I wouldn't have been where I am. Or pick pick an age. Pick an age. I want you to close your eyes. 
If you're listening to this right now, I want you to close your eyes. All right. We're going to close our eyes together. Imagine yourself at a younger age. Pick any age you want. For me, I'm going to choose 16 because 16 was a pivotal year for me. A lot of changes happened in my life. So, envision this younger version of yourself. What would you tell yourself? What would you tell this younger version of yourself? Would you tell this younger version of yourself that there is still a lot of work to do? That there is still a lot of healing to do? Or would you reassure your younger self that you're going to be okay? And would you maybe talk to them about the things that you have done that you can be proud of and the growth that you have done and the work that you have done and the fact that you today might even have a job, a house, a car, a relationship, whatever that that version of you might be shocked to know that you have or might have been dreaming that you would get. What would you tell that younger version of yourself? And how would you say it? I also want you to keep in mind this. For any of my listeners who have gone through any kind of trauma, because we do talk about trauma on this podcast. We do talk about healing. We do talk about mental health on this podcast. For any of you who have experienced trauma and maybe didn't have that kindness when you were that version of your younger self, you didn't have a good role model that may have spoken to you kindly. You had a lot of yelling. Maybe you don't yell at your younger self. Maybe when you were talking to your younger self, talk to them how I'm talking to you right now. Soft, calm. Just having a conversation. And there's some y'all, this might feel a little weird. But when you're in this space with your younger self, when you're connecting to that version of yourself, that version of yourself is still there inside of you. It's still there in your psyche. It's still there in your subconscious mind. It's still there in the recesses of your subconscious mind, whether it's your inner child, your inner teenager, a younger version of your adult self. You could have even picked, hey... Um, I might be, say, 28 or 30 or 36 or whatever, and you might be talking to your 21-year-old self who might have been a little bit more reckless than you are now. Doesn't matter. What I want you to do... Might sound weird for some of you, but what I want you to do is this. Wrap your arms around yourself. Wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a hug. Let any emotions come out that are going to come out. 
because you're going to get emotional giving yourself a hug. But I want you to do it anyway. And as you open your eyes, because we still had our eyes closed, if you open your eyes, I want you to thank yourself for getting yourself to this point that you are at right now. Thank you for still being here. Thank you for going on the journeys that you have gone on. Thank you for doing the work that you have done. Thank you for healing whatever you needed to heal. Thank you for still continuing on your path and doing what's going to make you happy. Thank you for choosing to put yourself first. Thank you for all of the blessings that are coming to you that you know that you are going to receive. Thank you for being able to have the power to step into that power, your own power. Thank you for taking my power back from where it doesn't belong. Thank you for being a fucking badass. Thank you for waking up every morning. Thank you for being a master manifester. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for everything. Thank yourself. Thank yourself as I have just thanked you. And now what I want you to do is I want you to go out there. Have the best day that you possibly can. I don't care if that best day looks like because it, because it's a Sunday. I don't care if that best day looks like staying at home in your pajamas and playing video games. Or staying at home in your pajamas and binge watching Halloween movies because it is spooky season. I don't care if that best day looks like taking yourself out for a date to your favorite restaurant. I don't care if that best day has you working from 9 to 5 because some people do work on Sundays. Whatever that day is going to look like, make it the best day that it can possibly be for yourself. What can you do to add a little bit of sparkle to your day? What can you do to add a little bit of positivity and joy to your day? Instead of just focusing on working, just focusing on healing, just focusing on growing. What can you do to thank yourself today? What can you do to put yourself first? Fucking do it. What am I doing right now? I'm having coffee with my partner. We're about to make breakfast. And then the rest of the day is just going to unfold and be bright and fucking sunny because we got some sunshine going on today. I love you. You're wonderful. Thank you for tuning into this podcast every single time I decide to drop an episode because my episodes are getting more and more sporadic as we go on. And I want you to know, you're a badass and you are a master manifester. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. everyone, this is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and if you did, feel free to leave a rating and review. If you would like to open up episode discussion, feel free to send me a message on the community tab through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartermancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y. A-L-I-C-E at gmail.com. 
If you would like to purchase any of my spiritual services, such as tarot readings, cord cuttings, and relationship one-on-one courses, visit my website at skellingtongrin.square.site. That's S-C-H-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N-G-R-I-N dot square dot site. You can also connect with me on social media by following me at Skellington Grin on Instagram and TikTok. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, you are a master manifester. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.